Schlem NRL for Harvey Norman. Brands, innovation and solutions for all your appliance needs. Talking about the Tigers' survival of the joint venture and the fact that it's at risk because of the $2 million debt and they've lost voting rights on the joint venture board and if the debt isn't repaid in two years, the West Magpies have the ability to buy them out and uh, men I know would be very passionate about this is their, uh, well, the... Fair to say, old Robbie Farrow might disagree, but I think the greatest man who ever wore, uh, greatest hooker in uh, Balmain Tigers history, Benny Elias. Good day, Benny. Yeah, good afternoon, Matt. Yeah, Paul be- and uh, Gordy. Yeah, Benny, no, what, what's your thoughts on this, mate, as you as you wake up this morning to this sort of news? Yeah, look, it's very, very sad. I've got to say, it's a, uh, it's like we're on life support, and it's inevitable. They're going to pull the plug. Um, it really is a sad when they're supposed to have three independent non-executive directors on this board and unfortunately uh, they're there to protect the NRL's two or three million dollars that they've given the club Uh, there's no representation of anyone on the Balmain board they have two western suburbs directors but there are three other directors that will always be outvoted uh, with regards to the uh, the preference of of the NRL that in a a nutshell says that the Tigers are the the Balmain side of the faction is is dead. Better you say that Obviously, on the condition though that the two million dollars isn't paid back, or do you think it's inevitable either way? Well, look, I don't know. It would be great if they had a, uh, a plan for us for the next two years how we're going to raise two million dollars. And we, we, I think we're sick and tired of asking saviors out there for an extra two million dollars so we can stay in this race. Look, this Balmain side is very instrumental. When they when they signed the billion dollar contract, Balmain had a lot had a lot to do with that. In the history since 1908, we were a real proud, very strong club. We never, not ever paid a bill. We've always been there, very strong with juniors. We've promoted the game of rugby league. Now, in its dearest time, we need the NRL to support us. We've been a big supporter of the game since day one, and uh, it'd be a real sad shame that we... I mean, we don't have a voice on the, on the board now, so we've got no say for the next two years. Simple as that. Benny, you, you've been on the board before. How, how is the relationship yeah. between the Tigers, Blakes and the Magpies? Uh, Terrible. Yeah. Okay. Terrible. Well, why, mate? Well, I mean, they, obviously they have their... They've got their tradition, they've got their history, they've got their culture, and they've got their ways. And we have ours also. So to get the two together, it really was a, a real testing moment. It's, you know, it's been a great feat that we were on a premiership in that 15 years that we've been together. It's been a terrific effort and, uh, and always very, very competitive. But... As you've seen in the last, I mean, the last, we've, won, we've won one game in the last seven. I mean, mm, yeah. there's been so much, so much conjecture off the football field amongst the boardroom that it's obviously it has it's just come onto the it's come onto the field and the players we've had no leadership. We've been told we've had we're going to get these three independent directors now for nearly six months. Now there was no one there taking charge, and you couldn't make a major call because we've been waiting for these three people. Now those three people who have come on the board. The experience of rugby league is zero. I don't know what they've, they've got. No rugby league um, affiliation. When the game was at its height, and two of the greatest or the most uh, richest people in this country, Murdoch and, and Packer, fought for the game of rugby league, the blokes who were running the show were John Quayle and Ken Arthurson. They knew a lot about the game, but, and they, they wanted the two richest people who were fighting like hammer and tong to win this great support of the game, and they wanted the rights for rugby league. And you had two blokes who were running the show who were rugby league legends of the past. They knew about the game. What worries me is people now uh, are put in in the big positions that they're not, um, you know, they're, they're not qualified with any the, the, the grassroots of rugby league, and that that worries me. Benny, can I just ask you this 
though, and, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. Hasn't that been West Tigers' problem, though, that people who do know rugby league go there and they go there with their Western Suburbs Magpies' eyes or their Balmain Tigers' eyes, yeah. and because of that, the club has now found itself in this position? No, no, that's not, not, not the case at all, Paul. Um, you know, the, the, the Leagues clubs, both Leagues clubs have been, um, you know, have been very, very supportive of the game. The Leagues clubs are always there for the football clubs. And uh, when the when the lease clubs go bad, that was the, that is the reason they can't contribute to the football club. And and unfortunately, on the Balmain faction, that was you know that was to be the case. Mm. The other side, Western Suburbs, they got a they got a lease club, the West Asheville, that makes seven eight million dollars a year. That's just a walk in the park for them to contribute. We have had our problems. But I, I totally get your point that they're non rugby league people, and why should they be part of the game? Because we need rugby league people in there. But it's rugby league people that got the club in this position. It's a rugby league people who, who started the game since 1908 for all clubs who are real rugby league backbones of their clubs. And they've grown it to this great level today where only a couple of years ago they signed a billion-dollar contract. It was rugby league people that ran that and, and, and were the backbones of that. So now all of a sudden it is big business, and I respect business people coming in and making big decisions. But I also respect the fact that you must have some of that rugby league faction there with you. You have a look at our five board members, and there's no rugby league presence at all on that board. And that, that worries me. Benny, there's a lot of big decisions to be made by, uh, by the Tigers uh, on the field as well. Uh, the Mick Potter situation. Benny, will, will yeah. Mick Potter be the coach of the Tigers next no, year? I don't think so. I don't think so. Look, if this, if, this, if this new board comes in, they've got to make some serious decisions. And obviously, you know, your, your, your bank balance on the... On the football field is a scoreboard, unfortunately, and our and our uh, our bank balance is absolutely disgraceful, you know. And uh, the last the last seven to ten weeks have been a real shame for for the club. We've had our problems, and so do every other club. But you've got to really, you know, you've got to you've got to plan for those problems. You've got to plan for for injuries. You've got to plan for all this type of um, you know of these setbacks. And and unfortunately, we haven't we haven't uh, been able to abide by it. Who, who's the man for the Tigers next year, Benny? Have you got a thought on I that? I couldn't tell you. Oh, look, I don't know. I love I love Mick Potter, by the way. I mm. think Mick Potter's really held himself in, in great esteem. A lot of credibility to himself. And, and mm. it is a shame that he won't get another go. But, you know, they've got to make a difference, this new board. And I think the big, the big, the big, um, the big message to the people out there will be either the CEO stroke uh, coach. So, Benny, what are, what are some of the big decisions that you would make if you were the boss? If I was the boss, I'd go and interview everybody from the ball boy right through to the chairman. I'd have a look at the organisation. I'd have a look at the, uh, the revenues versus the, uh, the expenses. We'll have to make more money than we spend. I'd absolutely invest big time in the junior rugby league. I'd go to the NRL and, and plead my case desperately to the NRL, saying that Balmain has been a very big part of this game for many, many years, since 1908. And we need your help to get us out of this two and a bit million dollar crisis. You guys have got plenty of money there. We want, we want a, a path that's going to help us rather than hinder us. And uh, we want to work with this game. And from that message the, from the game, from the highest level, if they can give us that assurance, well then I'd be over the moon. And uh, look, I've got to say, we have got a side right now. We've got the talent right yeah. now to be well and truly a great competitor for the top eight for next year. And uh, we've just got to get a lot yeah. of our culture way back right where it should be. Benny, as per usual, mate, thanks for your honesty and your passion, pal. Yeah, no, thank you. And I really do hope it's a great outcome for the Balmain faction. It really is a, a very big part of our life.